This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham, your host here today. I'm so excited to bring you a expert interview today. I'm joined by Kelly Sinclair. Kelly is a marketing and brand strategist who works with entrepreneurs to help them get clear on their message and who they serve so that they can grow their business. Now, Kelly's got a really cool background here. She's also a fellow Canadian, so yay for Canadians. Not many on this show. No, I'm just kidding. We, we do have lots of, lots of international guests on this show. But Kelly believes that entrepreneurs are some of the most passionate, dedicated, and hardworking people around. And that kind of commitment is what makes businesses successful. She also believes that more people can find success in their entrepreneurial pursuits the world would be a happier place. And I couldn't agree more. So Kelly's background is in public relations for international companies in the big corporate world, multi-million dollar brands. And I love how Kelly's taking her big corporate experience and now applying it to small businesses. So she understands that every business is unique and requires customized strategy in order to reach its goal. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to dive in all about brand strategy. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Yay, so great. So let's dive right in with like brand strategy. So now there's a little bit of, I think, confusion in the marketing place. Um, and so maybe you can help our podcasters kind of get a little bit more clear, like brand strategy, marketing, are they the same thing? Are they different? Like what's, well, how does that all come into play together? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It is a little confusing. And sometimes people use the words branding and marketing a little bit interchangeably. But I am a firm believer that branding and marketing are different things. And in fact, branding is the first thing that you need to focus on. So branding is who you are. And marketing is what you tell people. And so the what you tell people has to come from the who you are piece of it. So you're saying that we should probably work on brand strategy before we launch that beautiful website. <laughs> yeah, I love to say that the brand strategy is all of the things that you wish you did before you started a website or your Facebook page or your podcast, guys. Right. Or what, or like, like five years into your business, which you had done in the beginning, right? <laughs> Totally. Like, and we can, you can always backtrack and some people like to do things sequentially. That's the way their brain works. And some people like to kind of dive in, explore a little and get some experience to help them shape what that brand is. So it's not like you're doing it wrong if you didn't start there. So I'm not here to lecture anybody on that, but it's certainly something that once you go back to it and you create kind of that foundation, you are going to find a lot of things are going to be easier in your business from how you develop content, how you talk about your business, and even decisions that you make in your business, because you're going to be able to choose things that are more in alignment with your brand. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. So how do we kind of, kind of like figure out what our brand strategy is? 
Okay, so I have a magic brand formula that I have come up with in working with clients over the last few years that is really sequential and it builds on itself. And so here it is for you. The first piece is who you are. So the who you are is what makes you unique, your brand values, your personality, how that all comes out in the way that you show up, the way that you deliver your services and your products to people. And I really think it's super important to have that really down first. I give a dating analogy sometimes where it's like, if you were going out looking for your partner and you didn't know who you were, like how confusing would that be? You wouldn't like know who you were looking for. So you really need to sort of be solid in who you are as a brand before you go out and start trying to find clients for your business. So the second part, of the formula, <laughs> yeah, that leads right into it. The second part of the formula is who you're for. So if we have who you are, then we know we can start defining who you're for. And this is really uh, a compatibility thing. So I love the quote from Marie Forleo. She says, you can't reach everyone. You can't please everyone. And you're not compatible with everyone. <laughs> and it's just like so true. We often have this kind of feeling that either A, niching down means I'm going to reduce my potential pool of clients or be, I can serve everybody with what I do. And we're going to try and like be a people pleaser and hang out over there. Yeah. It's funny. I just got an email from one of our clients, Karen Kenny this morning, and she was saying in her email, um, it was her email newsletter. It said, if you're, if you, if everyone likes you, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> if everyone is liking you, you're not obviously using your voice enough. <laughs> Yeah, or you're not listening to somebody. <laughs> yeah, those are good ones. I like that. So then the third piece of the formula is why it matters. So we wrap mm -hmm. up your personality and your brand, what makes you unique and stand out, who you're serving so you can be really specific about it. And then we wrap that up into the messaging, the story. Um, again, I love to quote other people because they say things in such better ways than me. But Simon Sinek, he uh, does a lot of research on this topic. And he says, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So it's the whole story behind, not just the actual reason why you started your business, but there's something bigger there, right? There's like a purpose or a mission or a greater good that you're trying to achieve. And being able to string that all nicely into some messaging is what is going to make you stand out. It's what is going to magnetically attract those ideal clients to you so that you can actually fulfill that mission and your purpose. So Kelly, is this like your why or is this more like the why you do what you do or like, is that the same thing or is that two different things? I think, I think I'm hearing, understanding you correctly. It's, it's your, it's your why story and it's like the overall purpose of your business. So that bigger uh, okay. mission. Yeah. Those are usually the same thing. I think so. Yeah. I've done discover your why program. It was really amazing. My friend Georgie's a facilitator for him and yeah, really amazing class. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've only just like read the books and listened to his podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's great. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. So that was amazing. So now we've gone through, uh, you know, discovering uh, what we do, how we do it, who we do it with our why for behind doing it. Um, and so I'd love to hear your 
Mine. Yeah. So yeah. So we've gone through the first three. So what's the next one? That's it. That's the whole formula. Oh, three. Yes. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I thought I was interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. So like. So let, let me just summarize. It's the magic brand formula. Not yet trademarked, but don't steal it. Is who you are plus who you for plus why it matters. Hmm. And then equals your brand. So if you're, so it's all of the pieces, like the communication is in there, the way that you go out and talk, but if you don't do it in that order, you'll, you can see how it can be confusing, right? If you first started with, okay, I know that I need to figure out who my ideal client is. And you started going, well, I could do this for this kind of person or this for this kind of person, or, you know, sometimes like you go by the clients that you're actually serving and they're all kind of random and it's not just the ones that you really, really want. Mm-hmm. you're going to kind of muddy the waters. And ultimately you want to be able to make a really clear statement that will instantly and succinctly tell people that they're in the right place. Mm-hmm. So if they land on your website or they read your Instagram bio, for example, so you'll see, for example, like mine says currently, and I, I shift this all the time. I play around with the wording, but essentially the idea is there. It says that I help passionate entrepreneurs uncover their unique brands so that they can create authentic purpose-driven businesses. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. And so like you said, your shifts sometimes. So is brand strategy something that like we come out of the gates, we get this figured out and then we stick with that forever. Or is it always like kind of flowing and molding and figuring out things along the way? (laughs) I love that question because a good brand is one that can evolve, mm. but it still has a core, right? It's still the same something like, mm-hmm. unless, unless you totally change what you're doing and you should probably just change your whole company name and stuff. But like recently I've been actually today and uh, twice this week, I've talked with people about naming their companies, right? Mm. And they're trying to name it something that has the potential to grow. And I love that. And it's true, like your brand. And just to be clear on like the details of the specifics of what's in your brand, you think of things like the name, like your colors, like your logo, like the fonts and the visual stuff, right? And I'm more like, let's focus on the messaging and the rest will fall out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I feel like if you do all those colors and the fonts and everything, first before you figure out who you're talking to, there might be a mismatch a little bit there. <laughs> it's true. Like I, I certainly don't exclude men from my clientele, but I love pink so much that I don't care. And pink is my primary color. Yes, pink is everywhere on your website <laughs> and your slides and everywhere. <laughs> and yet I still talk to a guy this week who's starting up a construction company. So clearly it's not a problem. <laughs> so it's your branding. It's about you. It's not about that. <laughs> yeah, I think like the personality is really important to come across in some of the stuff like like especially if you service, right? Or you are selling yourself as a person, um, as a speaker or something, your personality is a really key component in what the other person is going to get from whatever kind of transaction or interaction you have, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So let's talk about that for a second. Um, I've always kind of like pondered this. Is it better to have a personal brand like under your name or is it better to have like a business brand like in the name and the logo and things like that? You see lots of personal brands these days. 
It's true. And, and, and a good question. And I think one that doesn't necessarily have a right or a wrong answer. It's more about what feels right for you. And so I can give myself an, as an example, because I know like when you're first starting out your business, which I was a few years ago, it's like a bold move. <laughs> so you're like, ah, oh, I got to go out there and be like legit. So what makes me legit? A business name. Cool. Mm-hmm. Getting a business name, getting business cards. This is literally how I started my business. I was like, okay, um, I'm going to be called KS Communications. Those are my initials. Communications is what I do. Super original guys. And then I made a business card and I went to a networking event and I started handing it out and I was like, I'm in business now. (laughs) And it's official. The cards are there. Right. So it's kind of nice. Like I I even think of, you know, like you reading my bio at the beginning, right? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. I guess you didn't say my company name in it, but a lot of the time it's like Kelly Sinclair of Kelly Sinclair, and I'm like, that's kind of weird for me. So I've actually kind of done a, a merge. I've evolved into using a personal brand as far as I changed my logo mm-hmm. from it being KS Communications to Kelly Sinclair Marketing Strategist. And that just sort of happened. And I still have for sort of the framework of a business name that I can use when I feel like I need to use that if that makes sense. So I I really don't think that it's one way or the other. One, one challenge to consider is when you, when you build a business, depends on the the goals that you have, you build a business that's tied to your name. Is it tied to you? Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so if you have any view of leaving that, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right. Or or is, is your name still good to be on that? What does that do for the company? Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, something that we've been toying with with Amplify You recently, like I specifically didn't name my business my own name because I had some big goals for it and didn't know what those goals, the end game looked like for those goals. But what we found out with um, Amplify You is we kind of merged two words together and we dropped a Y. So Amplify You with one Y, which is a really cool name. It means a lot. It means you're amplifying your message in the world. You're getting out there in a bigger way. It's essentially what we help people do, but it is so hard to find (laughs) searchability and the way people spell it. And like, it's even people who know me still have trouble finding the podcast in iTunes because it's not spelled the same way. It's not literal and it's not searchable. So (laughs) we're struggling with that right now to the point where we're like, do we drop the name do we keep the name? I don't know. So we're still at that spot right now with Amplify You, whereas we have some other brands that are a lot more um, a lot more clean, I guess, as you want to say. We have mypodcastcoach.com and we have the Profitable Podcaster um, formula. So that's a, those are a little bit more searchable and a little bit more <laughs> easy to find. So Amplify You, I'm still, still thinking on that one. Hmm, yeah. And, I, I, and you brought up a good point because as much as it's about like just when you're coming up with the brand, like big dreams, brainstorm, no limitations, then there's some filters that you have to put it through, right? Like, does this name make sense? <laughs> Will people spell it wrong all the time? Mm-hmm. Or even... Or literal. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and is it available? Like, that's always a problem. So I worked with a client today on naming her company. And so uh, that was a problem. She came up with all these names and then none of them were actually available. And then it's like, well, 
Does it sound too much like a competitor? Does it pigeonhole you into what you're doing too much? Mm-hmm. And are there any like legal things that you need? Yeah, to are there any trademarks with it? We just had a client on the podcast of all things. Like I really hadn't even considered this before, but her podcast ended up having some words in it that other people who had a trademark had those words and they're very common words like to do in the parenting space like moms and (laughs) and things like very very common words so that really surprised me so do you recommend people do like kind of like a trademark search before they start looking for names um well once you shortlist it because I think you would limit yourself a little too much if you started from what's available but like that way you can at least just tweak something enough that makes it fit but yeah it's definitely part of the process and in working in a big PR firm like I did for several years and we worked with designers and we um, named a lot of companies that was definitely a key in the process was the yeah registration availability and so now that extends into both like to domains into social media Mm -hmm. handles like being able to be the same thing on all of the online platforms is important too. Yeah, and unfortunately, I have a really popular last name. And so it really has been annoying to, and I can't get my own .com domain. <laughs> All my social media handles have to have like my middle name in them. It's super annoying. So I appreciate when you can find something. We actually looked, I was searching for like a year and finally the Profitable Podcaster um, was available as a Profitable Podcaster formula, Profitable Podcaster podcast, Profitable Podcaster all sorts of things. And I was like, Oh my God, they're all available. Like, that's why we're like, okay, we're going to do, we got to do that name because it was so hard to um, find something that was available that was searchable and literal. So in podcasting is really important that your title of your show is literal so people can find it and it's searchable. And so, and I even had to check with our, uh, our mentors in the speaking space to have a profitable speaker uh, business. <laughs> so I checked with them to make sure it was okay. I used the, those words and they're like, yeah, totally. That's great. So um, it was, I was happy to find that finally because it took forever. It's a, it's a big, it's a big issue. I think for people finding that the naming thing, I think it stops a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. And so for yours, does it, the profitable podcaster, how does that connected to amplify you? Yeah. So within the profitable podcaster, we're helping people with their show. So we're getting set up with the monetizing and and optimizing their show and amplify you is actually a, a branch of that or amplify you. We do podcast management. So we help you manage your show on a done for you basis so everybody else can so you can go and take care of your clients and do content creation and we are helping you get amplified but keeping um but you keeping you in the zone of content creation (laughs) so we do podcast management so it's essentially a completely different business um and it's a done for you service that we offer people who have podcasts or if you don't have a podcast we help you set up your podcast and then also manage it for you. So it's a separate business completely, but that's what I was like, do we call it? Do we change the name right. of it? Well, that, that would be my question to you is, is it a separate business or is it just a separate offer? Like, yeah. would you have clients who would go from one side to the other? And if you do, then it's probably makes sense for it to be all under the same label. Yeah, it, it would. Yeah. And I've got a partner in one and I'm not a partner in the other part of it. So that's the other part of it too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, that's why we have two separate businesses right now, but I can see down the road how it could probably be a separate program within the same business. Probably. Right. <laughs> I think right. that would be a lot easier. 
Yeah, yeah. And isn't it, it's, it's both exciting and confusing how to structure a business when you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want, but also you're like, there's too many ideas. Yeah. And then when you have all these ideas happening, do they all fit together? And then, how, and then do you have to revamp everything? And I think that's a problem and a curse and a good thing with entrepreneurs. We have so many ideas, right? But it's like, we're to place all those ideas so that they make sense and your customer's not confused. Because if you're confused, uh, chances are your customer is confused too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so Kelly, any last bit of um, advice you have for us and as far as brand strategy goes um, before we leave you, um, if you were to start all over again today, what would be the first two things that you do? <laughs> I feel like that's a question you should always be prepared for on any kind of interview. <laughs> I, okay. So that was double barreled. So is there anything I want to make sure that anybody, everybody gets? And that is, uh, it doesn't matter how big your business is. You are a brand. Mm -hmm. So small business, solopreneur, just a one person show you are a brand. You have the opportunity to influence the way that people talk about you yes. by being really strategic about it. Brand strategy. You need mm. one. <laughs> yes. I love that. That is super powerful and something to remember guys who are listening at home, our audience, make sure you heard what Kelly just said. Cause it's so powerful. And then I threw you under the bus with the other question and I didn't prepare her for this question. And I don't ask this question very often, but I just thought off the top of your head, if you could think of two things that you, what would be the first two things if you had to start all over again tomorrow uh, with your brand, what would you do? Well, I think that if I could generalize it a little more into just entrepreneurship, it's, it's that you, it's a realization that you don't need to have all of the answers when you start. That part of it is like, it's a journey. In fact, I created a whole program, like a monthly program called the journey for this exact reason, because, you know, you kind of go on a path and you explore things and you're working with a certain kind of client. And then, cause you start with, well, here's my skill set and what I want to do. And you start serving those people and you're like, well, this doesn't all make sense together. I can't figure this out. Or you want to restructure everything. And it's okay to do that, right? It's okay to evolve the way that your business looks and just not be super attached to having it all put together at the beginning. And I am a planner and a bit of a control freak. So that was a really hard thing for me to sort of get over. So as far as lessons learned, that would be my top one. Mm, and um, yeah, and I think the other thing is really... The other piece of it actually is another huge realization I had around that I am more like you're more than your credentials, you're more than your expertise and wherever that came from. Because my path was went to school, got a degree in PR, worked in the industry for like 10 10 years and then started a business. And I was like, here's my resume, everybody. Like every time I would talk about it, but then I realized it was missing a huge piece, which was the personal story and the reason behind why I chose to do it. So for me, it was actually that my mom passed away. I left my job. I had this huge realization that time is precious and we spend a third of our lives working. So why would we do something that was exhausting and draining and supporting somebody else's mission that wasn't aligned? And I was like, cool, I'm going to start my own business then. I'm going to help entrepreneurs be successful in the things that they're passionate about. So 
the story piece is a really important part of not only uh, how you operate, but your brand. And really, again, those are the same thing. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Yeah, but that's so true because it's not until you include that story in what you're doing that you become a brand that people are attracted to. Until then, you're just a, you have products and you know all that. So, yeah. and I so relate to your story. My story is behind what I do too from my friend being killed by a train when we were backpacking in Europe together and like life's so short right and I spent the rest of my 20s doing things on purpose to get paid to have fun and do things because you don't know how long you have and so you know doing things that are important to you and helping people uh, with their messaging and getting their message out there in a bigger way which is what we both help people do I think is so important and probably a big a big part of the why we find what we do. <laughs> Oh, for sure. I love that. And that's, it's, it's unfortunate that sometimes a a huge like trauma like that is what sparks people, but we all have those aha moments one way or another. Right. And, and so there's been a trigger for sure. If you're listening to this at some point in your life, that's made you make a different decision, like whether it was an experience or something happened to you or something happened to somebody that you loved and you shifted your perspective. Mm-hmm. And now we only do things that we enjoy. <laughs> yes, yes, only do things that you enjoy doing and love doing. To me, I don't feel like I go to work every day. I feel like I get to go and have coffee with friends all day long. Like I feel like today, like I've had so many interviews today and it's been amazing. Like I've just felt like I've socialized all day. <laughs> yeah, I've been working. So it's been super fun. And Kelly, I want to thank you so, so much for spending time with us today. It's been really great. We learned so much about brand strategy and coming from having a marketing background. I love the, the magic formula that you put together there. So you've made it so clear and concise for people to follow along. Whereas I think there's a lot of confusion and, and overload when it comes to brand strategy and marketing and all the things that we're told we should be doing. <laughs> and you've made it super clear and easy for us to follow. So thanks so much, Kelly, for being with us today. Amplify You family, make sure you go check out Kelly. Kelly, where can we find more information about you? So I hang out a lot on Instagram at KS underscore comms and that's C-O-M-M-S. You talked about being able to actually search things. I should do something about that probably. (laughs) Or my uh, website is ks-communications.ca. Awesome. Okay, guys, go check out Kelly's stuff and you will enjoy all the pink on her website. It's lovely. (laughs) All right, until next time, guys, take care. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.